Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we still do not trust synthetics. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell, I think. I like to stare at the sun. Nope. Okay. We also have Dave. I hate this. Hey, it's Dave. (laughs) This week, we are going to talk about... Alien Covenant from 2017, rated R, two hours and two minutes. We continue. We're fin- this is the last Alien only movie that we're gonna do. Oh yeah. Next week we're gonna do Predator. Hell when yeah, we're doing we are. our 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 like 15 week long Alien versus Predator thon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of Predator movies out now. Yeah, there are a lot of Predator movies now. Um. Yeah, so Alien Covenant. I wanted uh, to start today with a question. Okay. Yes. Can you explain to me what nipples taste like? What? What what is happening? They Should taste we... like skin. Yeah. Maybe like sweat or something. A little bit of salt, probably. Why? It, it's important for later. What? Okay. Anyway, um, uh, Shane. Yeah. Can I speak with you in the other room about the new Russell? New. There's a baseball bat right over there. If you want to just clock him over the head with it. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Why resort to violence? You humans are so strange. Shut the fuck. I up. hate this. <laughs> I don't like robot Russell. Uh. All right. So, uh, Alien Covenant. It's uh. Sort of a sequel to Prometheus? Yeah, kind of. Um, (laughs) So you start on a uh, colony ship. Um, It's got a bunch of people. Surprise! Yeah. A bunch of people in uh, uh, stasis. It's uh, like a hundred years or something. So many years. I forget how many. Yeah, I don't remember how many years. It's several years after Prometheus. Um... It's not 100. It's like 10 or 20 or something like that. Well, it's like, 10? Is it 10 years? It might be 10. I don't remember I don't remember exactly. It's it's a survivable number of years. Yeah, yeah. Um for the main character in the previous movie. I think it's 10. Um so they're on this colony ship that doesn't seem to have anything to do with the previous movie. Um and uh something goes wrong and everybody gets pulled out of stasis and the well the crew gets pulled out of stasis yeah uh but the captain's pod won't open and it bursts into flames with the enriched oxygen air inside and he dies uh bye bye yeah. james franco <laughs> 11 years 11 years okay uh cool my computer is not responding dope that's prometheus fantastic. takes place 30 years before alien the first one okay um so anyway uh oh it doesn't he he only plays the one character he plays two characters in this fuck you uh michael fassbender plays two synthetics in this movie he does uh what's the one on the ship's name walter walter and david yeah david's the other one uh so walter is like trying to 
recharge the batteries of the ship when like they get hit by an ion burst or some shit and it fucks up the sails because they have like solar sails um and that's what wakes everybody up we have a little bit of mourning for james franco dying uh like 30 seconds or so um that's a proper amount of time uh and then the crew <laughs> sets about uh the crew sets about fixing the uh the sails so they can continue on their journey. So sails. they have like 15 years or something like 13 years, several uh, years until left? they, yeah, until yeah. they get to their destination. I yeah. think it ends up being seven. I think they were so. on a total of 12 year journey or something. I don't remember. Um, anyway, several years until they get to their destination which is like the only habitable habitable planet that they had found in air quotes uh in within distance of earth right, right. uh it was the closest one so they got to fix the ship so they can make it okay uh ship takes some damage they lose a couple people as far as the colonists that were asleep so on and so forth so they got to fix the ship so they're fixing the ship uh, Danny McBride, who's awesome in this movie, he's yeah, great. He's surprisingly, uh, I love Danny McBride. I mean, he's I usually too. not in this kind of role, but yeah, he, I think he was great in it. Um, a bright spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, Danny McBride is like out there fixing the sail, and he starts getting like a transmission because he's like outside their like radio interference shielding or something. They explain it. It makes sense when they say it. Yeah. Um, so he, he receives this message and he records it on his helmet. So then they he goes in and they check it out and it's uh, somebody singing uh, uh, West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John Denver. John Denver. Is that... West Virginia. Have, what the fuck is John <laughs> uh, So they're like, what? Where'd that come from? And they figure out it came from a nearby planet. And then, <gasps> what? This planet that is going to take us a week to get to is also a possible habitable planet. That doesn't make any sense. This wasn't here when we left. Um, so they're like, what the fuck? And the, the first mate who is now the captain is like, like they're having an argument about whether they should go to this one or go to the one that they came to go to. And they're like, well, I mean, this one's closer. Nobody really wants to get back in the pods because the captain died and blah, blah, blah. So they end up going to this other planet. Bad idea. Yeah. Um, so they go to this other planet, they land, it's hard for them to land because uh, there's like crazy storms in the atmosphere. Uh, not the whole crew lands, just most of the crew. There's like five or six people left on the ship and then all the colonists that are asleep. On the Covenant. Yes, on the Covenant. Um, so they go down to check out the planet um, and they realize that it's got like weird... It has like earth vegetation. Like... There's wheat growing, and, like, it looks like fucking Earth. And, like, this is fucking weird. Uh, so, like, some people stop at one, like, a couple people stop at one spot to, like, uh, take some samples and shit. The other people move on, try and find where the signal came from. Um, the rest of them, they find the ship from Prometheus, and, like, 
they're like, holy shit, what is this? And they go inside and, uh, yeah, I don't remember what happens at that point. Do they run into an alien or something? No, or they, um, they run into the snake things. Yeah. No. No, the, no, no, no. The, the funny mushrooms. The little weird was mushrooms. mushrooms again? Ste- one of the guys steps on the mushroom. What was a, uh, oh, is in the, yeah, he just steps on one yeah. when they're coming in. And the other guy, like, breathes The other it guy, in. yeah. So, like, basically, two people, like, hit, like, pods with spores in them. Yeah. Uh, one guy with the main group and one guy with the, the lady that's doing the samples. Uh, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Corinne. I think. Um, so both those guys get sick. They, uh, the group that went to the ship, they figure out that like, there's this ship crashed or something. And like, this is where, uh, the person that sent the message was. And they find out who it was. They find out that it was, uh, what was the doctor's name? Uh, Shaw. 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 Elizabeth Shaw. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, I was thinking Elizabeth, but I've been watching Blacklist and that's the main character's name. And I was like, that's, Mm. that's not right. (laughs) That's not right. But it is right. Um, there, uh, where was I? Oh, the guys get sick. They leave the ship. Uh, the other people are, that were getting the samples are trying to get back to the lander so that they can get out. They can go back to the to the covenant um and the guy they get back to the ship the dude's like fucking dying uh they get him into quarantine because he's like bleeding everywhere and ferris who is dating mcbride's uh tennessee his wife uh is like oh fuck i gotta quarantine these people so he she quarantines corinne and the guy I don't know, whatever the guy's name is. Um, and Corinne's like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And like, the dude's like spasming and like his spine is like coming out his back and blood's everywhere and Pretty she's gnarly. freaking out. Yeah, it's gnarly as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and Ferris is like, no, <laughs> get <laughs> fucked. Uh, and she's like, you know what? Maybe I should go get a shotgun. And then uh, the the like it's not a chest burster because it's not the same thing. It's a back burster or something. It yeah. just like comes the fuck out of you somehow. Uh, there's like a little white alien. It's not. It looks sort of like a smooth xenomorph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it comes out of the guy killing him and attacks Corinne. Uh, and she like slips in all the blood and it fucking kills her. And then, uh, Ferris opens the door and she's got the gun and she's like, ah, fuck. Well, I I should get closer with this shotgun because shotguns have notoriously short range in video games and movies. (laughs) Um, like less than the width of a room. No guys. Hey, if you're in a room that is not a warehouse, in a in like a building, a normal building, you have a shotgun. You're gonna hit them. Just shoot it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they don't do that in movies. So she tries to take a step forward, and she fucking prat falls with in, in the blood, uh, like it's yeah. a goddamn banana. And uh, 
So then she gets fucked up, but she runs away and she gets into the cargo bay and she's trying to shoot at this alien, but she hits some stuff that she's not supposed to hit because she's panicking. Also, don't shoot at the red barrels. I know it's don't shoot it's, red barrels. It's cool in video games. Again, video games are not real life. You know, it's it's yeah, actually I, I hated this whole scene. Yeah, it's actually a lot more like playing Fallout when you're when you get in a car, in like a uh, a gun fight on in Fallout and you're like on the street. Yeah, you're gonna die because somebody's gonna shoot a car and it's gonna blow up and kill you. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's kind of like that. She's like shooting at this thing, trying to kill it, and she like fucks the ship up, and the ship is like a. Also, not very safe because there's guns next to explosive shit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. if you have to defend yourself in the ship, you're gonna blow the ship up. Like, yeah. poorly designed because it's for a plot point. <laughs> yep. So the ship blows up as they're coming, as the main group is coming back. Excuse me, I'm going through puberty. Um,. <clears throat> Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. My balls are going to drop again. Um, Uh-oh. To the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> if they drop again, they are going to the floor. Um, I'll have to wear long long sleeve pants. Long sleeve pants. <laughs> I, don't, I am also tired, apparently. Uh, so, she blows the fucking lander up. The, the main ship can't come down because the storms, storms. are too bad. Um, so then everybody's stuck there and they're like, oh fuck, we're, we're fucking stuck. And then all of a sudden it's nighttime as the other guy falls down and, and is like going to die and the thing's going to come out of him and they don't know because they don't know why the ship blew up. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, uh, Billy Crudup, who's the captain now, I'm the captain now. Um, he's like a super evangelical Christian, yeah, uh, yeah. For some reason, made the first mate. Um, so he's like, yeah, in faith we can do anything. Basically, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a you know to carry over a theme from Prometheus without actually having to carry over the character from Prometheus. You fucks. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he watches his Russell wife die, and then he and then he's he's just worthless for the next scene because he needs to be worthless for the next scene. Um, and the main character, uh, what's her name? Uh, Daniels, uh, Catherine Waterson, Waterston, Jesus. Uh, she's like trying to comfort him while the other guy is dying and everyone else is like, Oh no, what? Oh, don't die. Um, and that guy dies. Alien comes out of his mouth. And then it runs off. And they're like, what the fuck was that? And it like fucks up somebody. And uh, So then it grows exponentially in like the next 15 minutes as it gets further dark. And they're like, uh, we're standing in, in a fucking wheat field. This is defensible position. Um, <laughs> let's Don't just go into the tall grass. <laughs> yeah, let's just stay right here. <laughs> In the tall grass, where there's obvious, like, weird predator things. Not predators, but pred- predacious things. I think they're called protomorphs. I don't give a fuck what they're called. Um, Goddamn, sorry. <laughs> I'll shut up then. Later. 
fucking love you. <laughs> Do you um, though? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I love you too. Uh, anyway. Uh, so they're standing in, like, in the tall grass like a bunch of dipshits. And hey, look, the the fucking protomorphs uh, have grown up in the last 15 minutes and they come back to fucking kill all of you. Um, and then oh, somebody shows. Oh, well, Walter loses his hand. Doesn't matter. But it does it. Uh, and somebody shows up and shoots a flare in the air and it scares them off or something. Who the fuck is that? It's David. It's David. You don't want it to be David, but it's David. Yeah. Not uh, me. And he leads them away. That's a character from Prometheus. That's a character from Prometheus. The bad guy from Prometheus, uh, to be exact. Yeah. Um, well, Elizabeth rebuilt. Yeah. F- for what reason, I'm not sure. Because uh, she's also a dipshit. Apparently all the humans are dipshits. So uh, he takes them through basically like a horror show through like this like city with just a bunch of fucking corpses laying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, huh, cool. Nice decorating you've done here. They're like not, yeah. not freaked out at all about this. They're just like, huh, bodies. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Not like, hey, these are strange, different bodies yeah. that we haven't seen before. Yeah. What is this alien race that is very clearly an alien race? Yeah. These bodies of people that are three feet taller than us. Also, why are they dead, David? Uh, what happened here? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Um. So I'm gonna make this shorter. I'm not gonna do the whole movie. Uh David's the bad guy again. Uh imagine that. He killed Elizabeth uh off screen. Again. Alien. Why do we keep doing this? Killing characters off screen. Yeah. Especially like the interesting ones. Then this was like basically your new Ripley, like Yeah. And she was actually like a great character in that yeah. movie too. Yeah. She was one of the best parts of that movie, and yeah. like you fucking just like killed her off screen. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Uh, so David killed her off screen. It's like a big secret, but he's not very good at keeping secrets. He just lets people wander around in his new commode, uh, abode, not commode. <laughs> people are wandering around. I in mean, his it bathroom. was a shithole. <laughs> it was a shithole. Uh, his new abode. Um, so like he just he he has created the xenomorphs uh through genetic engineering and the only thing that he was missing was hosts. Yep. Uh so there's people now. So he uh infects Billy Crudup first, uh and then Billy Crudup infects uh uh Demian Beecher, uh who was uh Lope, uh which he's in tons of stuff. Lope. <laughs> Uh, he was a cool character. I liked him. Yeah, with that name. Yeah, he's a terrible name. He also like didn't mourn very long for his boyfriend slash husband. I'm not sure dying. Yeah. Uh, and like there's did... a lot of relationships in this one. Yeah, there Everybody, is. basically it's a colony, so like everyone's yeah. in a relationship basically. Yeah. Um. But they. <laughs> you guys love this movie. We're, we're going to talk about this in a on second. Alien: The Reality Show. We send six <laughs> couples into space, yeah, <laughs> and they all fucking die. Um, so uh, next week on Fox. Anyway, the xenomorphs are here. Uh, 
there's just one to start off with, and you're like, well, maybe it'll do like an alien thing. But no, it's very actiony. Tennessee comes down in one of the ships that's not meant for what they use it for: false stakes and tension. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Jeez, he brings it down, and uh, he picks picks up uh, uh, Demian. Uh, who they think is Walter? It's it's David. Uh, oh no! Yeah, and uh, and Daniels—they're like the only survivors. Like everyone else has died by this point. Um, yeah, Walter also. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, Walter dies off screen. Like, yeah, Walter dies off screen too. Yeah. Uh, and they don't know that Lope is infected. That has he's been. Compromised. Compromised. So, uh, they get on the ship. Lope's, like, hurt because he got a face hugger, but then the guy that was with him, like, cut it off him, but it, like, burned the shit out of him because of acid blood. If you remember yeah. acid blood... It's back. From, like... It's back. You know, the original movie. Um, like, how, these are actually xenomorphs. How, how do you get, like... What I don't understand is, like, how do you get the acid blood influence out of, like, the human DNA? What do you mean? Like, because that's that's the only ones that have the acid blood, right? Or the ones that are, like, spawned out of humans? I think it has to do with his engineering more than... I think it's on that end. Oh. Because, like, you... And I don't know... They they go into the hosts I- inducing uh, traits on the alien on the xenomorph like later in the movies uh, in the original alien movies and then mm-hmm. in the AVP movies. But like, I don't know if they mean for that to be a thing in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it doesn't get that far. Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's something I would like Th- that that. That is a very interesting thing that they do not use enough in these movies. Yeah, because you basically so get, far. like, what, two of them in, in the alien movies themselves? You get the dog, the dog alien yeah. in three yeah. cubed, and you get the, you also get the pumpkin head abomination in, in three yeah. cubed. Yeah, uh, pumpkin head. Because so, like in this, in these two movies, you get the you get Starro Hugger, which <laughs> uh, is not very human at all. Project Starfish. Um, it's you, a big fucking starfish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, protomorphs, which are kind of humanish, yeah, a little bit, and then you get the xenomorphs, yeah, which are less human than the protomorphs, yeah, more human than human. Yeah. I mean, define your idea of human, I guess. I was doing a Rob Zombie thing. I know. I I was thinking earlier today that him and Burton should get together and just have their wives play all the characters in the movies. (laughs) Oh, Zombie and Burton? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they're not married, but. And then Rob is, but Tim isn't, right? Yeah. And then, like, they both pay Johnny Depp to fuck their wives. Yeah, basically. It's like a weird love triangle in the movie. It's like a love pentagram in real life. Yeah. It's more like a weird 
square with all the points going to the middle and Johnny Depp is just like Johnny in the Depp middle, is like, the what's middle? happening? Yeah, yeah, he's just Johnny Depp's just like fucking everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Burton's like, hey, Zombie wants you to do this movie with us. And then Depp's like, okay, but like, is he going to want me to fuck his wife or anything weird? <laughs> like, <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but me too. <laughs> God damn it, guys. Um, anyway. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that was Juicy Smollett. Yeah. Fuck that yeah. guy. Um, Before his deception and lies. Yeah. In the high court <laughs> of Chicago. Okay. Uh, so that there's then there's a, a xenomorph on the Covenant after they get back to the Covenant because it, it pops out of Lope's chest. Yep. Uh, and so they got to find it and get rid of that. And they do. They Guess what they do? Guess what they do, guys? They shoot it out the fucking airlock. Oh, the airlock after uh, it kills those people trying to make the. Oh yeah, those people were still on the ship. They were, and that that's like the like the only like sexy sex scene that we see in these movies. Yeah, because like everything else has been like a pan up cigarette after or like clothed. This was yeah. actually like in a shower. You see some tits, yeah. like. And some and some sexy Definitely music, some ass, some sexy music. Yeah, yeah, inspired. It was by interesting. It. Yeah, I feel like that scene was inspired by every '80s horror slasher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had like the the like they're about to bone, so they're both naked, and like the fucking tail comes up underneath in between their legs. Like, yeah, I was like, holy shit, that dude's dick is about to get catheterized by this alien. Yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Yeah. That was definitely some like '80s B movie slasher or monster flick stuff. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, I, it just surprised me that it was in this movie. Like the last movie in 2017 is when you do the B movie slasher monster stuff. Right. Yeah. What that that was that should have been in like cubed, you know. But whatever. Anyway, they get rid of it. Everything's fine. We only have two members of the cast left, but everything is fine. We're going to go back to sleep because we got to go to the other planet because we still have like 2,000 colonists. All right. So, uh, Tennessee's asleep. All right. Daniels, it's your turn. Uh, Walter, it's been great. It's been really fun. I didn't notice that you didn't heal like you're supposed to, but I'm real stupid. So, I'm going to lay down now. Hey, when we get there, you want to help me with this uh, random thing we talked about at the beginning of the movie? Huh? Yeah, the thing that we talked about at length at the beginning of the movie that doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's how I'm going to figure out that you're not who you are. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. Yep. Sure. Oh, my God. You're not who you are. You're David, aren't you? (laughs) Push a button. You're asleep. End of movie. Nice poetic walk-off from Michael Fosbender. Yeah. Yeah. Into so, the colonist area. I... All right, the, movie, the movie's over, right? Daily like, and embryos and the... Yeah, and with all the regular people in bureaus. Yeah. So, Michael Fassbender is amazing in this movie. Yes. Fucking what? Dating McBride's great. Yeah. Dating McBride's great. I think most of the acting was fine. Uh, I think the writing was awful. I 
didn't hate this movie, but watching it again, I was like, okay, maybe I didn't like it as much yeah. as what I did when I first watched it. It's like, okay, if it wasn't a sequel to Prometheus, it would have been eh. But like, what makes it bad instead of just eh is the fact that it was supposed to be a sequel to Prometheus. Yeah, I agree with that. Which Prometheus wasn't that good a movie. But like, this being a sequel, like it, it's the only thing that really ties it together is the world, and like you run into David, and David like kills everyone, like, yeah. and like killing off all the engineers on the fucking like. I mean, it, it's off screen at first, and then you get like the flashback, but yeah, but also like, the fuck was that flashback? Like it was pretty, but like. He was what? also like not telling he was he was like thinking about it in his mind while he was telling a different story. Yeah. Like he was like telling the lie and they were showing you the truth, which is an interesting like thing. Interesting usage of a flashback, I but, will give credit to. But it was like, okay, nobody's gonna no one finds out. So what yeah. the fuck is the point? Like we know we know and also like it's so it's for us, right? Yeah. Interesting usage of the flashback. Sure. Agreed. Would have enjoyed it if the context was a little different. But also what they could have fucking done instead was the prologue. Hey, this is what happened after yeah. Prometheus. Mm -hmm. Here's the movie. Yep. Because we already know David's a bad guy. Yep. There's no there's no reason for us to think that he's a good guy. Like I'm at no point are we going to like you've led us down this entire rabbit hole of not trusting synthetics. So at what point in time would we be like maybe he's changed? Yeah. Like and I feel like that's what they were going for but then he's still like super ominous. Yeah. Right. Like so you still know he's the bad guy. Like if you were going to do that accurately the way they tried to do it we should have thought Walter was actually going to be the bad guy and David had turned over a new leaf and Walter ends up being the good guy in the end by sacrificing himself to kill David. Yeah. Like, and our, 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 yeah, our protagonists actually live. Yeah. I mean, that's all fair. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not. I don't want to ruin the movie for you, Dave, because no, I feel good. like we do that sometimes. Yeah, you know? but also like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I mean, I didn't love it. Like when I watched it in the theaters, like, oh, I, this is really good. I dug that. And then now watching it again, I'm like, okay, there. I see the problem, especially after watching Prometheus so close. Yeah, after watching this. Yeah, it's like it doesn't continue the the threads as it should. Yeah, and even like the tone is like, like because Prometheus, like that's my favorite thing. You know, if you didn't listen or whatever, <laughs> like my favorite thing about Prometheus was like the tone of the movie, like the 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 feel of the the look of the movie, the way it all like just like felt it felt super sci fi ish with this alien story stuff in the backdrop, and I was yeah. super into that. And then now you've completely like flopped it for this. Like, like sort of sequel. It was like an action horror movie. Yeah. But there was never any, like, darkness. Like, all the dark scenes were, like, well lit. Yeah. Like, when they're in, when they're on the planet that during the storm at night, it's like, 
it the thing about alien was the claustrophobia the paranoia yeah. and the darkness that you yeah. couldn't see yeah. anything like you could see what you were supposed to see but like now we have this like idea that like every scene has to be like completely lit you have to be able to see everything you got to see the monster the whole fucking movie like we yeah. got we're going to pay all this money to have this monster you better see it for 45 minutes like no Save your fucking money. 15 no. minutes throughout the whole movie. Yeah. 10 like, minutes throughout, 5 minutes at the end for the big big fight scene. Yeah. Like, I feel like they just like, I don't know. They, they trumped up David in this movie to being like a mad scientist now. Instead of just yeah. a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, I don't hate that idea. No. I don't like the way it was executed. Right. And like nobody could figure it out. I mean, they didn't have a lot of time, but like, and then they were defenseless and I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. I just feel like the writing was just like, they I, I, I feel like this had to do with how Prometheus performed. Because of the lack of a lack of xenomorphs in it, like yeah. they they had an idea of where they were going, and then they had to change it. Because yeah, I know sure. there's a lot of stuff that was cut from this. Mm-hmm. Um, because also one of the problems that I have with this is that there's like very important interpersonal relationships uh, between all of the crew in this movie. Yeah, and some of it you have no fucking clue what those interpersonal relationships are until someone dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because, like, I just saw it on IMDb while I was sitting here waiting to start the episode. They showed basically the whole scene that would have fixed that. It was literally all of them, the whole crew, on the bridge, like, hanging out. Yeah. Talking. Being with their significant others before they go to sleep on the way to this planet. That would yeah. made much more sense. Yeah. So that would like, have been awesome. You know who the captain is. You know it's fucking James Franco. So when he dies, you would be like, what the fuck? James Franco died? You know? And yeah. you you see like everyone interacting. You know who Walter is. You know he's just not just another David. Like you know you know what the fuck is going on. Like in in the scene Walter saves one of the crew members because they start choking on the pills they have to take before they go to sleep. Like, there's all these little things yeah. in that scene. And I was watching it without the dialogue, like, because I didn't have the sound on. And I'm just right. like, oh, shit. This would have fixed, like, half of my problems with the, like, the character and stuff in this movie. Yeah. Because, like, you don't know. Like, you don't know that... Uh, Lope is gay and he's with this dude like because until he dies because then he's like oh my love and like all this stuff and you're like he was with that dude that's very true what yeah. the fuck yeah. I didn't even catch that yeah 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 in in that scene like they like arm wrestle and then they like kiss a few times and then they're all over each other and you're like oh okay they're they're together cool and like all of them are like that and it's like oh, okay this is very clearly showing me 
all the relationships, all the personalities yes. in this scene. Mm. Yeah. And then that would have set up the rest of the movie as far as like yeah. how they're reacting to each other and shit mm-hmm. and like the stakes when people are dying. For sure. Because like, you know, when uh the only one that really makes you feel anything is like right at towards the beginning when uh Ferris dies and it fucks with Tennessee, like but that's like in the first twenty minutes. And you're just like, yeah. okay. Well, that I mean that was is are am I gonna care about anyone else that dies? No. Yeah. Not really. And, and like you can attribute even caring about that mostly to like Danny McBride's acting. Yeah. Which like, you know, you already said, but I want to say it again, like phenomenal because I seen he was in it and I was like, Oh god, he's just I mean, I guess there's comic relief. Cool. Yeah. Which like he sorta of was, but yeah. at the same time he was still like a whole ass character. Yeah, he was right. great. And it, I love his performance in this. It like, was it's, like the it's same level of solid of like comedy that's been in the other ones though. Like, cause there's yeah, a little bit of like, like overdone. Yeah, there's a little bit of like chatter kind of comedy stuff. That, yeah, you know. It's like subtle comedy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like hanging out with real people that aren't comedians. Like, you know, somebody tells a joke, it's kind of funny, everybody laughs. Yeah. You know. You know, they're trying to cut the tension or whatever, you know? And so, like, there's a person that does that in this movie, and it happens to be Danny McBride, who was often in comedy stuff, but he is not specifically just comic relief. He is also a character who has loss and some character growth and shit. And, like, I, you know, I thought for sure, like, when he's like, that's John fucking Denver. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought for sure that song was going to come back later. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <sighs> like, at, like, at the end, like, you know, if it would have, if the ending would have been slightly different, well, not even slight, if the ending would have been completely different and Walter sacrifices himself to save to save the crew as they're trying to escape and Walter's the only one that can like hold David off. Like we would have had a lot more like I would have been like, fuck man, no Walter, especially if I spent the first hour thinking he was actually going to be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, you get the turn and then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And then, you know, they're like fighting the last Xenomorph. They got to get off the ship so they can get the fuck out of there. And like, you know, you, you, you just like, uh, fucking Tennessee's like, I got, you know, he's like piloting and uh, she's fighting the xenomorph because he like has to pilot, you know, it's just the two of them that survive. Okay, I'm fine with that. Like, you've made me care about all these other characters with the one scene you've added. Yep. And he, she's like, instead of like, like you have this whole like horror aspect throughout the movie and then you like flip the script at the end. And she like it. It might be goofy, but I think it would have been absolutely awesome if she'd have been like, "Fucking Tennessee, play me something." And he's like, "I got it." And he fucking plays Country Roads, and yeah. she like kicks the shit out of this fucking xenomorph. It, and then it looked like there was more of that too, of them fighting the xenomorph in in the ship. Oh, oh yeah, in the original. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uncut. So, like I don't know where that if because those are those are like fully finished scenes. They're like they have all the filtering and color grading and stuff are done. It's not just like some of your like previs uh, cut scenes. It's it's done. So there's got to be like a editor's or yeah. a director's version. Director's cut is what I was looking for. I don't know. Hmm. I'm fucking. Yeah, I wonder if there is today. Me too. Yeah, I. You saying all that 
would have made the movie a lot better. I I still yeah enjoyed it. I mean, it, like it's still it's a movie about aliens, so yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Like, well, like I said, like if this wasn't a sequel, because like all that stuff makes it meh, right? Because yeah. like you still get you know it's still a sci-fi movie. It still has aliens in it. It still has like like some tension and like action and death and stuff and like a little gore. So like it's, it's, it would be like a solidly okay B movie, like sci-fi B action movie. Yeah. But it's supposed to be this other thing, a fucking tent pole and it's not and it. And that's what makes it bad to me. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. Right. Cause it, increases the measuring stick <laughs> like and and it, and it like since it's a sequel it sets like you know expectations that it doesn't meet in any way yeah so that's what messes this movie up for me that's all fair yeah yeah and i wanted like prometheus made me want the interaction so bad between elizabeth shaw and like an engineer where they actually have a conversation yeah and like shaw like Getting killed off screen is like unforgivable. Yeah, that was fucking trash. Like I'm just as mad as as uh fucking Newton Cow Cowries getting killed off yeah, off screen. Hicks. Yeah, Hicks. It's just forever Cowries. It's Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> Either um, one. Yeah, like it's it's just it's just as it's just as egregious, if not more. Like I don't know, like. I do. I don't know. I, it's it's worth watching, but like, also if you just watch Alien One and Aliens, like you can pretend the rest of them didn't happen. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Like as much as I liked Prometheus and like enjoy that movie, like it it not uh, like this movie should have made Prometheus work more. Yeah. Instead, it and, made it work less. Yeah. And like that's very disappointing because yeah. I liked where this was going with Prometheus, and then I watched this and I was like, I am absolutely f- fucking frigid. I am disappoint. Yeah, I am disappoint. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't know what else to say about this movie. I mean, My, I really don't either. <laughs> Michael Fosbender playing two characters is really good. That was cool. I, I, I like that I a lot. I thought he did a really good job. Um, I thought it was kind of funny, though, that you could tell when his stunt double was in. Yes. <laughs> like, it was very... I don't. I think his stunt double was, like, four inches shorter than him. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I was like, that's the, the, the... They didn't double cut the scene that's a stunt double. Oh, they didn't do double cut the scene that's a stunt double. What the fuck? <laughs> I guess I didn't really notice that, but yeah, it was it was just kind of weird. It was like I wouldn't like hold that over. Like if the entire movie was good, I'd have got the fuck over it. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. But like after the first like thirty minutes, I was like, okay, what the fuck else is wrong with this movie? <laughs> You're looking yeah. for shit, yeah, yeah. Like you got you got to distract me hard in that first half hour. Like you got it. You got to you got the first half hour to like show me that this is going to be a good movie. Like some yeah. movies come back from it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot don't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, some of those yeah, yeah. 
Uh, you want to go to the corner? I would go to the corner. All right, let's go down to the the Zeno corner. The Zeno corner. Uh, uh, the last episode uh, of the of the alien <laughs> stuff. I'll come up with. We finally get a cool name. Are you gonna uh, get my face hugged? Yeah, I'll oh, hug your face. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> uh, this I'm is gonna be pregnant. Something's gonna come in your chest. This, <laughs> this is Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say, "Not safe for work." I mean, yeah. Also, ooh, neat. Damn right. All right, got some hot trivia. This is a long one. It's hot. On November 27, 2015, director Ridley Scott announced that this film would be the second, following Prometheus 2012, in a new Alien trilogy that will take place closer to and lead up to the original Alien. He later suggested that there may even be a fourth prequel film. However, the future of the series became uncertain after the purchase of 20th Century Fox by Disney in December 2017. The next film, tentatively titled Alien Awakening, according to some sources, the project was shelved indefinitely. The commercial underperformance of Alien Covenant, as well as its lukewarm reception by critics and fans, were named as reasons, although no official statements were made by Disney. In early 2019, however, the script called Alien Awakening was actively being written, and untitled Alien Prequel was officially in production as of 2022. Yep. Along with a series. Uh, yeah, a series now. A movie and a series in, I think, next year. That might be cool. Is it going to be on Disney Plus? Dude, oh, I fucking God. hope so. <laughs> Make the kids cry. We have, like, a parental control on there now. Yeah, I know. And people are still bitching. Why? I think it's because the parental control doesn't, uh, ex- it doesn't include, uh, same-sex kisses oh fuck people oh my god i don't know that that's the true thing i'm causing fake outrage (laughs) but it sounds like something that would be anyways uh alien covenant begins on december 5th 2104 and ends a few weeks later in 2105 this is 17 years prior to alien 1979 which takes place in 2122 Two is uh, like a hundred years from now. Yeah, so we're close to aliens. I want cryogenic sleep so I can go to bed and wake up in a different world. Yeah, go to bed. Yeah, what's, what's a sped? Space bed. Space bed. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, unlike David, Walter speaks with an American accent. While this was no doubt done in the film to help distinguish the two characters for the audience. It could possibly be explained by the two synthetic different origins. David was a unique model created personally by Peter Whelan, no. who was British. Who was British? Uh, sorry. Uh, as a son and successor, whereas Walter is a mass-produced commercial model. Also had a few upgrades. Just a few. <laughs> the, this movie contains a scene where a toy bird drinking water named aptly a drinky bird, is visible. In the opening scene of Alien 20s, uh, 1979, come on, Dave. Yes. There is such a toy bird shown on board the uh, Nostradamus Bridge. Yes. thought that was pretty neat. Ooh, neat, Dave. 
Uh, well, Russell said it. Did uh, I? I think you did. It sound very synthetic of me. The terrace surrounded by cypress trees where David looks upon the engineer city was inspired by the series of paintings depicting the Isle of the Dead by 19th century artist um. Arnold Bucklin. Uh, this was also a nod to Alien 79 creator H.R. Geiger, who had crafted his interpretation of the same paintings in his trademark biomechanical style as a tribute to fellow Swiss Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That, Dave. That's neat. Damn right it's neat. I got one neat. Got a few more. You know uh, how many neats it takes to change a light bulb? How many? Uh, none. It takes their mother because they're still in the basement. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hate that. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the first time since Alien Cubed, an alien's point of view is shown. However, in this film, we see the creature's actual visual spectrum, which confirms that aliens can actually see despite having no eyes. Fans have speculated over the years that the aliens' elongated dome heads are instrumental in converting light, heat signals, smell, sound, and vibrations into visual data. Yeah, that scene was dumb, too. I mean, it's basically like a sensor dome. Yeah. Russell. I wonder, like, how much, like, the AVP movies influenced... People are obsessed with the things that you don't care about. What do you mean? Because, like, they're obsessed with, like, the etymology and stuff of, like, the xenomorphs and all that kind of stuff. And you're, like, not that interested in that. You're more interested in, like, the full philosophical stuff surrounding, like, the engineers and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, I think the... Etymo- I don't think that's right. Etymame. Anima- uh, yes, the etymame. <laughs> Etymology is words. Yeah, right? etymology yeah. is words. So, anatomy. The anatomy. <laughs> That's of, not the word that we were looking that, for. No, either, it's but. not, but it works. Uh, the anatomy. I, I think the anatomy of the xenomorphs is interesting. I think that too much is left to the. Uh, to fill in. Like, I don't feel like they've. Like, like we were talking about with, like. Uh, its host affecting how it turns yeah. out, like I like that stuff. I yeah, find but I feel like they like have retconned that almost. Yeah, because then like you go to the resurrection and it's not like that. In yeah, resurrection. Yeah, they're yeah. just xenomorphs. Yeah, I mean, chalk it up to bad writing. Yeah, sorry, Dave. Continue. No, you're go good. I was pre-reading. Uh, I've got a couple more entomology. Entomology sounds right. Uh, the neomorphs, insects, I think, which could work because they are kind of insecty. Yeah, a little bit. The neomorphs' uh, physiology and body structure was inspired by the real-world bodily auton- autonomy of the goblin shark. Uh, its teeth are able to come forward when attacking prey to do more damage by pointing directly out, allowing for a better grip. Hmm. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, that does sound terrifying. Yeah, have you ever seen a goblin shark, like, bite? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, it's fucking... I mean, maybe I have, because, like, what he's describing sounds familiar. Maybe I didn't know there was a thing called a goblin shark. Yeah. So, like, they look like a regular shark, except, like, they're fucking... 
like they open their mouth and it like comes out kind of it doesn't look like the xenomorphs where it like shoots out right it like has like all the flesh still attached which makes it like even weirder looking uh so it just like looks like a giant like maw that is like outside of the head which is weird whoa and oh here i have a fucking laptop in front of me i always thought the xenomorph uh tongue punch was kind of goofy but like most of the time they make it work right yeah i got one more okay i'm gonna show you guys goblin shark because it's fucking weird as fuck looking all right give me nightmares yeah what holy the fuck shit, holy shit it does terrifying. look like a goblin yeah yeah <clears throat> Hey, is... Goblin sharks, look them up, guys. They're fucking gnarly. Yeah, there's. Uh... I want one. Let me go back. Let me. You see want if one? A video. Yeah. No, Dave. He'd be my buddy. You can't have. A... I don't think he'd be your buddy. I name him Steve. That's not funny. Okay. That hurts. Why does that hurt? Oh, why would you name it Steve? I don't know. Steve the shark sounds fun. Oh. Steve the shark. <laughs> what were you a, doing? I thought you were making a Steve Irwin joke. No, there we go. that was a stingray. Yeah, I mean, it was. A there stingray, we go. But... Oh my god! Yeah, look at him bite. That's that's a fucking alien, dude. That's not a shark. Yeah, dude. If that's he didn't have teeth, alien. I'd be turned on. Uh, you're gross. <laughs> I mean, he's a synthetic. <laughs> I got one more of the trivia corner. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the music from Jerry Goldsmith's score for Alien 97 or 79, Jesus, Dave, 79, uh, was used extensively in the first act of this movie. Ah, uh, yeah. Solid. So this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner! Huh. Neat. Uh, so we wanna, we wanna, um... Look at goblin sharks more? Mm, yeah, but later. Um, do you want to rate this? I'd yeah. rate it. I'm going to give it a six. I think it's like... It's a movie. And it would be better if it wasn't a sequel. That it seems like almost... It seems like antagonistically attached to. It's like it took all the stuff that was in the previous one. And it was like, this one thing we're going to use. Everything else we're going to burn to the ground. And you as fans can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, basically. So, like, that's what makes it a six. Or maybe even a five. I don't know. I'm I'm not that mad at it. But, like, high five, maybe a six. That's where I'm at. Oh, I thought you wanted to give me a high five. High five. That was weak. That was a week. Those were a week. There we go. That's better. It didn't clap very much, but I'll whatever. make something clap. Oh, God. Clap them palms. Clap them palms. Uh, if you cup them, it makes it sound like sex. Uh, What's that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so six, I guess. Russell, what do you got? We killed Russell. <laughs> we finally killed the uh, synthetic. <laughs> killed me with laughter. Oh, I healed. Um, so I'm also going to give it a six. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, like, 
the fuck, man? I don't know. Mm. Fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck the pacing. Yep. Fuck the script. Fuck the dialogue. Fucking what did you do, Ridley Scott? I don't understand. Uh the acting was good. Um the character interactions were really good. And I I want more of those. It doesn't have enough like the character interactions don't have enough oomph. So like when I say the character interactions were good were good, I mean like the potential of the characters were really good. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. I'm sorry, Dave. Fuck this movie. It's a six. It's a movie. They made a thing. They did make a thing. They yeah. did. It's kind of pretty. It's, it does. It, pretty. it does look good. Like the the dark thing is weird, and like I wish they would like figure out like we're almost at like a better uh balance when between like being able to see and like the darkness of the scene. Mm-hmm. But like we've gone, we we have gone like slightly too far. We need to like, yeah, like ninety percent of movies and TV shows, like the darkness isn't dark anymore. So you're like, uh, is it supposed to be dark? Because like I can see fucking everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, but Go ahead, yeah, Dave. Dave. So I didn't plan this, but six, six, six. The, the number of the beast. I was also giving it a six. Those three sixes. Yeah, uh, watching this again for the second or third time. Yeah. Not as good as what I remembered. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I still had fun. I still watched it. It's an alien movie. I really liked Danny McBride in it a lot. I really liked just that character of Tennessee. Um, yeah. Michael Fassbender did an amazing job. I want to see him beat up Michael Fassbender in the next movie. Yeah. Punch him right in the stupid synthetic face. Yeah. This movie makes me want Michael Fosbender to play Multiple Man. Yes. Ooh. I mean, he already played Magneto, so he's not going to be in any Marvel stuff unless he's just like a one-off villain that dies. <laughs> but yeah, I'm giving it a six as well. Okay. He's all right. Not bad. I think we have different scales, though. Because <laughs> yeah. six yeah, for me is like... I was very surprised hey. when a six came out of your mouth. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm full of surprises, Russell. Was it a six at the beginning of this? It was. Okay. I was I, On the way here, I'm like, I think I'll give it a six. That's going to do it for this episode of DQP Does, where we talked about Alien Covenant, and we gave it six. Six, six. The number of the beast. Uh, if you're five five five, I'm six six six. What's it like to be a heretic? Like be a heretic. Um, Slipknot. Thanks. Because <laughs> everyone was was Iron Maiden. Uh, where we? <laughs> I don't know what I, I was know. doing. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So next week we're gonna do Predator. Yeah, and I'm super excited for that. Dude, me too. I'm super excited for two of these five movies. I'm ready to increase my testosterone by like seven times. Yeah. yeah it's the mainliest movie of all time. Um, so thanks for listening. We're going to continue this massively long AVP trip that we're on. Uh, please like and subscribe. 
give us five star reviews, whatever you're listening on. Um, find us on our other social media. Uh, you can search for Drafty Quarters Productions. And you'll find us on just about everything. You can find us on Patreon as well. Subscribe to our uh, our one dollar monthly tier, um, so that we can buy new shit, um, and continue to make these wonderful podcasts for you. Find us on YouTube as well. We do uh, DQP Weekly, where we talk about news and movie news. Uh, Dave hosts that one. That's me. Yep. Um. It's it's quite a fun ride if it's, I do say fun. so myself. It's it's fun. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Yep. Yep. Uh mostly just sadness and laughter. <laughs> Which is my <laughs> life. Uh can't talk right. about what you know. Can't spell slaughter without laughter. So uh thanks for listening. Have a wonderful time doing whatever you're doing. Goodbye. Bye. This is this is actually a quote from Alien Covenant. You are such a disappointment to me. Just like this movie. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.